I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 148 of the Strapsism Podcast. I'm your host, Cam. I'm your host, Flows. And as always, guys, please head over to Strapsism Pod or Strapsism Podcast, which is our Instagram and Twitter pages. The link in the bio on both of those pages there, which will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. So if you want your audio, your Apple Podcast, Spotify, visuals, you've got the YouTube channel link there as well. So make sure you do that for us, guys. Flows, another week we're here. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, tired as usual. <laughs> voice gone, yeah, my voice what... is finished, but here we are. <laughs> Listen, don't ever say we're not dedicated. Uh, flows can barely talk, and we're here. Um, and yeah, we ain't gonna have flows talking too much because that's just cruel. <laughs> so let's 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 uh, let's uh, let's breeze for this episode, bro. Um, still some boxing to talk about as usual. Um, might as well start with just a brief recap in terms of what happened on the weekend before we, we forward into what I want for next weekend. But um, over on the weekend, there wasn't any major cards really, but um, there was a zone card um, headlined by Edgar Belanga. Worth mentioning him because we once had him on our prospect list, I'm pretty sure, Flo's. Um, um, yeah. was, was this his zone debut? I think it was. because I, I think it yeah. was. Because yeah. he's had a he's had a long layoff for him, um, year layoff. I think that was injury related, and um, yeah, he then he left top rank to go and sign with Eddie Hunt, and um, yeah, this was his debut. He was it was at the theater, so home home crowd for him against um, quite a decent opponent in Jason Quigley. I Islands on Jason Quigley. Um, flows. It's interesting because I from way back when we last spoke about Belanga, it might have been a year ago. Um, we said how from day obviously we knew he had freakish power and when he went on that streak of 16 fights 16 KOs all like within the first round or something but we wanted to see him see if he can box and develop his boxing skills because you can't just be relying on the power and lo and behold like his next couple of fights Boris there getting tested where he wasn't able to use his power to get out of jail and a couple of bad performances shaky performances as he stepped up the competition one brother even <laughs> dropped dropped and rocked him badly, um, yeah. and since then, obviously that the sort of hype train has really really died down with him. Um, with this one flows, I see again the same sort of flows that the same sort of flaws. Sorry, that I think we highlighted in this game early on when we started covering him, in the sense that he's still overly reliant on his power, and he's prone to getting outboxed. And watching this one flows, I thought to me. Even though he dropped quickly four times officially, which sounds like oh he dominated, that wasn't the case. I thought Quigley was boxing well in portions of that fight and was actually beating Belanga to the punch, piecing him up a little bit, just quicker at counter punching, beating him to the jab, etc. But with power punches flows, you know you've always got that get out of jail free card, which is the power punch. And again, I think Belanga used that to his advantage once again, which you can't knock him for. But yeah, I guess yeah, layoff. So there is some rust to strike off, but he was getting that box sometimes in portions. I thought quickly boxed quite well up until when he eventually got caught. 
he wasn't he suspended for like six months for biting? It was him. <laughs> what Belanga? Yeah, the Belanga. Remember his last oh. fight where he, he bit my man on the shoulder. Oh, I, I didn't realize that. Oh, I, fair. I, I, I think I think he had it. I can't remember how long the ban was, but I'm sure he got like yeah. a fine and ban. But I think that was frustration, right? No. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he still hasn't fought for a year, so yeah. Um, I can't remember how long the ban was, but like you say, Quigley was boxing well. Um, I expected Quigley to get blown out of there after. Well, the first time I've seen Quigley was against Demetrius. Andre when he blew him out in two. Yeah, 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 and Andre got him out of there, and Andre's not a power puncher. Yeah. So, I thought Belanga would, would do damage, but yeah, Quigley boxed well. He boxed better than, uh, against Andre. And I think, yeah, maybe it's again debut jitters from Belanga. Maybe this is the type of tests he needs, or <laughs> because the people that he's calling out, <laughs> Bro, based on this performance, straight he... away went to for it from what he said, Mungia and Triple G, no? Yeah, that's crazy. That's... Yeah, that's that's bad. Not now. Yeah. He's, not, he's he's so far away from that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> When you've got power, um, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, yeah, <laughs> possibilities are open. I hear, I hear that, Fozzle. Those, those men also have power, and we'll say that Belanga gets hit fairly easy as it is. It's, okay, cool, power versus power, but you know, you want to, you don't want to put yourself at too much of a disadvantage, no? Um, especially when those guys are way more experienced than him, he's still green in that sense, so yeah. I don't think it's wise for him going for those guys yet, but hey, who am I? He, he definitely someone that puts bums on seats, though. Um, definitely, he's got a big following in New York for sure. Um, yeah. so money wise, it could be a good matchup, but I don't think he's ready for them man yet, personally. Look, um, yeah, he, he relied on his power again. Um, yesterday, or mm. was it wherever it was? Yeah, and I, I guess when you have power, you can always change the tide of a fight. Yeah. So I think one of the knockdowns, I didn't score a knockdown, I thought it was a trip, but three knockdowns. Yeah. He could have even got the ref could have even busted Mercado from knocking something down three times. Yeah. I yeah, I mean knockdown, fourth, fourth, a fourth knockdown officially. Yeah. You see sometimes ref will end it there and say that's no, that's way too much, but yeah. yeah. Two were in the last rounds. Um sometimes yeah. the hometown fight gets nice the little lucky KO. Yeah. So but I think fair play to the ref because Quigley was boxing well. Yeah. Um, he was in the fight and it was the last round so let him see it out so yeah, I think fair result um, Belanga won yeah. once again just needs to go back to the drawing board and keep working on his tools I ain't going to say he's finished or he's done he won it um, and just give credit to Quigley for showing up not rolling over boxing to a game plan yeah and, but Belanga overcame that he just needs to keep working I think yeah yeah for sure um, also worth mentioning as well, Flores. I don't know if you saw um, J-Rock was also fighting. He also fought yesterday um, against Carlos Adamez. Um, and J-Rock was someone we spoke about on this pod before. Um, who, ever since winning that title against... It was Hurd, wasn't it? We, we beat, he beat Hurd. Ever yeah. since winning the middleweight title against Hurd, we sort of expected... Good things from him, but it just sort of never happened for him. Um, that loss to Rosario was big, and then a couple other losses as well. And um, yeah, this one as well, he lost. Well, it was contentious again, I guess, the stoppage. 
Um, yeah. The referee for this one, um, Adam Ez is teeing off. Uh, he has J-Rock hurt, to be fair, against the ropes. He actually had him hurt earlier in the fight as well, I think in the fifth round where he was just bombarding him. But he's got him yeah. hurt. But the referees look to jump in, even though J-Rock, yes, he's getting teed up on, but he isn't like out of it completely. And literally just as J-Rock has started throwing back, the referees jumped in, which obviously was very controversial. Um, J-Rock's trainer, Bredman, um, Bredman um, Edwards, was livid. He was, I don't know if you saw the clip flows, but he was going yeah. crazy. At the, oh, he was, I think they had to get security to remove him from the ring because he was moving mad. Um, yeah. And obviously J-Rock afterwards was very incredulous as well. He was pissed off and said it's BS. Um, he was still in the fight. It was even and he was throwing when the referee jumped in. Um, yeah. Controversial one from that one from the ref for sure. Yeah. Uh, shame. Um, his trainer was echoing some of the sentiments we've said on here that when it's the A side, the homes. Yeah. That they, they get favoritism from the refs, from the judges. Yeah. Um it's a tough one because the ref did jump in and then but Jay Rock was <laughs> he was hurt. Um while I think he, especially with the main event, um, while it's not a, a title, I think it was for the interim title, so yeah, when this gets a shot at Charlotte's yeah. yeah, yes, you got to factor this in, factor this in. Um, I know they're there to protect the fighters and whatnot, but it was a close fight. Um, we've seen Carlos Adams fade towards late, late, late ends of fights because he's a power puncher as well. Yeah, um, we've seen he's him actually fade on the in, in, yeah, so gone close, yeah. I mean, we've seen him fade towards the later ends of fights, like he starts fast for his bombs, but we've seen him go into 12 rounds before. Yeah. So, and Jay Rock said that was his game plan. Um, yeah. He was getting tired. Um, but yeah, I feel sorry for Jay Rock, but I can't blame the ref too tough. I'll be real. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there are other portions of the fight where, he, like I said, Jay Rock was hurt badly. And yeah. Adam Ez was really off, etc. So, yeah, I don't know if that played a factor in the referee's mind. He's thinking, oh, it's a repeat of what happened before in the fifth round or whatever. Let me just jump in early now because I should have stopped it back then. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I do think the fight should have been continue- left to continue, even though I probably would have said J-Rock still would have lost by decision anyways. Um, yeah, man, it just it just never quite happened for J-Rock after he won by title flows. He just never really got something going together. It's a shame because he's a good boxer. We think we said before. His body, J-Rock can box really well, but mm-hmm. it just never really, yeah, got going for him afterwards, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, uh, Adam Ed is on a bit of a streak. Um, I think he's pretty highly, he's quite highly rated over there in the PBC Wars. Um, as someone that could potentially, you know, give Charlo some good competition. Um, that remains to be seen, but yeah, he might be on. Yeah. Um, cool. So, shall we um speak about well, the fight? main fight that we're going to talk about for this upcoming week. We've got undisputed fight to get to. Yeah. Um, your girl, Sav, too Sav, as you call her, flows. Another mm-hmm. undisputed fight this time. She's at mid- super middleweight. And she's fighting the undisputed champion, Franchon Cruz Desern. Yeah, Franchon Cruz Desern, I believe her name is. Um, who is, yeah, undisputed American Super middleweight champion, highly respected, highly rated, very good boxer herself. Um, yeah, flows. Um, this is actually a really good fight, to be fair. Really, really good fight. 
for Sav to have two back-to-back undisputed opportunities, that's sick. I mean, that, I think that's testament to what the women's game is like. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. she faced Krillis at middleweight. Next fight, she's gone up to super middleweight to challenge for the undisputed. It happens so quick in the women's division, the women's game, and they really do make these big fights happen. But um, yeah, flows. I don't know if obviously I don't think we I don't think we've spoken about F seven called FCD um, much for this mm-hmm. pod. And she is like I said, she's highly respected within the game. Very very good fighter in her own right. Um, yeah, from from what you've seen of her flows, are you are you a fan? Um, do you, do you rate her? Do you feel she poses a threat towards Savannah? Um, uh, yeah. I mean, she she's good. It's just I I've not rated the level of opposition really. Um, mm. I think she fought Clarissa Shields early. So her debut. So her debut fight. Yeah. Her debut fight. Yeah. Um, she was given closer. I'm pretty sure it was Clarissa's debut as well. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll confirm that. But from what I remember, I believe it's Clarissa's as well. But Ooh, yeah. yeah, it was a long time ago. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said that how obviously like yeah, no one was. Everyone else was like not did, did want to fight Clarissa. They gave it to her and she was like, yeah, you know what? That's the type of person I am. Yeah, it was Clarissa's debut too. Four-rounder. Yeah. So, yeah, that was way back in 2016. Uh, yeah. She's a good, she's a good personality outside the ring. She's, she's, I re- active. <laughs> she's active. I really like her. Like, she, I think yeah. she's, yeah, I think she's a G. Like, I think, yeah. <laughs> just off her interview, her vibe. I watched their gloves are off. She's um completely different character to Clarissa. But, um yeah, still very, very confident, etc. Yeah. I think she was at the fight um, where Clarissa and Savannah had. So, yeah. And so the beef, the beef there has been brewing. Um, mm. But she's undisputed. Um, she's not going to. It's, it's a tough fight with uh, um, Savannah. It's not yeah. a cakewalk whatsoever. Mm. Um, so it'll be an interesting, interesting fight. Um, obviously, I've got back my girl. <laughs> to, to it's, it's interesting as well, folks, because they actually fought in the amateurs as well. Um, okay. Clarissa and, and not Clarissa Savannah and um, and the FCD they actually fought in the amateurs and I believe Savannah won if I'm not mistaken from what I remember um, I think Savannah mm-hmm. might have grabbed that but um, yeah um, yeah I'll be corrected if I'm wrong but yeah which I'll check but yeah no, they, but they have history and yeah. it's different to we say beef is brewing I'm going to say it's be- I think there's a lot of mutual respect between both of them they both really yeah. respect each other but again, it's just like how we're talking with the whole Spence and Crawford thing. You can respect the other side, but you can still be hella confident that I'm gonna beat this person. Like I'm mad, like yeah. So yeah, um, there, there's that energy around it as well. Um, I do give you. It's a good point that you raised those in the sense that just if you look at competition, you might say Savannah has got a better resume um, compared to FCD. But again, that takes nothing overnight. She's a champion. She can be a proud champion. And even though she doesn't really have the um, the knockout stats like Savannah, she's supposedly a quite a hard hitter in the um, FCD. Mm-hmm. So um, that's always something to be wary of. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this one, Flores. I, I'm obviously I want Savannah to win. Um, yeah, it's interesting as well because they're both vying for a rematch. With I was when I was watching their you know the little uh, face off, Savannah was there saying you know I'm doing because I'm you know I'm looking I'm really looking you know, I want that that Clarissa rematch. And oh. FCDs jumped in and said, "No, I'm 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 the one getting that rematch, not you. <laughs> I, I want that rematch, kind of thing." So they're both vying. I'm sure Clarissa is going to be in a te- well. Yeah, I hope they they should bring her they should bring her through um, yeah. to watch if or just maybe guest commentate. 
Um, I'm sure she's got opinions on both fighters. Um, she, she's probably rooting for FCD to be fair because I've just yeah, I think so. she, 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 just because she doesn't like Savannah. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've seen Carissa say on Twitter that FCD is going to destroy Savannah, etc. So yeah, I know who she's rooting for, but um, yeah, nah, it, it's it's an interesting fight to me, and like, I think it will be a good one. I'm 100 percent going to tune in. Yeah, um, women's game doesn't disappoint, does it? Mm-hmm. I think the fact it's in UK as well just yeah. will make it. We had a hosta FCD, so yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Good, good comeback fight for Savannah. Um, mm. Respect it. No, no soup can straight mm. into another big fight. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tune in. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a cracker. Yeah, for sure. Um, just trying to think who else was on the undercard flows. Uh, I had it on my tip of my tongue, but I can't be forgotten. Um, Jonas on the undercard. What about bugging? I don't know. Uh, Actually, I saw a fight got announced for her. I don't know if it was on the I undercard. Don't, I don't think Jonas is. And I've got it here. Um. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonas is. Yep. Jonas is on it. Um. She's defending her titles. We've got Mark Jeffers with and Zach Chelly. Ben Whitaker is on the undercard as well. He'd be worth tuning into, of course. Um. Yeah. That's it, really. Um. But yeah. Um. Hopefully, it's in Manchester. Hopefully, Savannah comes away with that. And um, if she does win flows, and obviously she's got the super middleweight undisputed, would you want to just see her go straight into a, into a Carissa Shields rematch? Maybe this time Carissa goes up to super middleweight and challenges her for the undisputed titles. Yeah, I think it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's a it's a yeah. money making thing, isn't it? <laughs> like, come yeah, on. yeah. It's point sure. the women are doing what they do. Best fight, the best. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's the same again. Running back, mm. I don't think it was, I personally didn't think it was close, but people thought it was close. People thought, I think everyone thought it was the wrong game plan by Savannah. Yeah, um, that's what she said as well. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We, I would love to see it again. Yeah, for sure. Um, cool. Um, all right then, flows. Well, I guess there's one other thing we can talk about. Um, and that is the announcement, the recent announcement that. We've just seen uh, Canelo signing a free fight deal with PBC. Uh, obviously, Canelo is a free agent, so he sort of moves and goes as he pleases. But recently, obviously, we've seen he's got a really good relationship with Eddie Hearn and the zone. So he's had a lot of his most recent fights promoted with Eddie Hearn. But um, yeah, he's off to the PBC now, signed a deal with, inked a deal with Al Heyman. And um, the rumor mill always flows that, yeah, three opponents and two of them. Uh, I think two of them, I, I don't sure all three have named, been named, but I definitely saw that the first one is meant to be Jamal Charlo. Mm-hmm. Second one is meant to be, oh gosh, uh, David Benavides. And oh. I don't think a third one, I think a third one, I guess it might depend on <coughs> if he wins against Charlo or Benavides or if they win, etc. cetera, maybe a rematch there, I don't know. But um, those are the two opponents for sure that are stated that's going to happen for Canelo, Charlo and David Benavides. Um, um, I reckon yeah. the third will probably be a, a Spence, you know. <laughs> oh, Spence. Yeah, that's what you said. You reckon you reckon it might be Spence, depending on um, like, yeah. where, where where Spence goes after he fights Crawford, etc. Mm. Which even that's interesting in itself. Does that mean Spence is going to just like dive straight from one forty seven to let's say one sixty or one sixty eight? Which to be fair, he's alluded to some. He, he, Spence claims that <laughs> I think Spence said something. I saw. I heard him say the other day like he, he could fight as high as like one eighty. Like that's natural. Yeah. That's his. Nat- that's his natural weight, apparently. So, yeah. They'll, they'll probably do a catch weight. 
money grab, depending on if Spence wins. I guess if he doesn't, they might do they might do Charlo Boo Boo, then Benavides. Yeah. Or something because Boo Boo's over there at PBC now, isn't he? Right. Could yeah. Could do two. Yeah, could do or it, it could be both Charlo brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> could do could yeah, could do both Charlo brothers. Who knows? But yeah, it's definitely look, it's definitely I thought it's definitely gonna be Mar, it's definitely gonna be Benavides. Those two I think are definitely yeah. The third one we'll see, but those two, I mean, the what, what I saw was initially that the first fight will be Mar, which to me is kind of crazy based on the fact that we haven't seen Mar for two plus years now, Flows. Two years. So I'd just that already sounds far fetched to me if it is getting Mar first, or if not, they're setting Mar up for failure because how are you going to go for two year layoff and go and fight arguably the best boxer in the world? That to me just doesn't seem right. Uh, I will at least want Mar to have a fighting chance. You know what I mean? And I mean he can do it. Mar was very very good, but it just, it's harsh. Two year straight into that, that's a bit mad. No flows. <laughs> yeah, PBC. Uh, I don't want to say they're cashing out with Mar or, or what they did. But... Possibly, you know what? Possibly, you know what? Yeah. Look, um, with Canelo being a free agent, all these all these um, promoters. Um, have to come with an offer of such, and yeah. Canelo does what we like to see. He goes where people want him to go. Yeah. Um, people are saying he needs to fight these people. Or he's ducking these people, and he's going right over there. Yeah. I, th- I think Matthew Wolfen in Belanga <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the, he would have yeah. got He just got killed for John Ryder, who was his mandatory. Yeah. For think about who Matthew has over there right now. He's, he's he's gone through pretty much all the main matching roster. Yeah. There isn't anyone left whilst on the other side of the street there are some names for him, so it makes sense. 100 yeah. percent So fair play to him. Um and if Charlo's gonna have to be the sacrificial lamb for PBC to make it happen. Mm. They, they, they've done it to him. Yeah. But look, everyone was saying Charlo, he's ducking Charlo, he's ducking now he's fighting Charlo. Yeah. Excuses, the excuses there, I see it, but this, this is what you call for. You should have mm. gone to Charlo for being inactive. You'll get mm. on Canelo. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe Charlo can win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't lie, Flo. If, if Charlo beats Canelo, it's actually bad for boxing. Because the, the, <laughs> discor- the discourse we're going to see from the Americans is going to be very unbearable. I can't lie. <laughs> um, but I... I will say this though, I I I know for a fact, yeah, because I was sick of the people saying that he's ducking Benavides or he's scared of Benavides. So yeah. that's why that's why he pulled up straight. He went he went to his block, pulled up. <laughs> he said, Yeah, cool. All right. I know he's sick of it. I know he sees the chatter about people saying Benavides, Benavides, Benavides is the one to beat you, blah, blah. He's scared of Benavides. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, he was quick to I, I you know what? Thank you for saying that because the PBC slide, but especially Benavidez side, they, they they've done a lot of nonsense. Basically, cap, hell and cap. That's what it is. Yeah. Because we spoke before, we already knew that David Benavidez's next fight was lined up. We already knew that. Yep. And it's, <laughs> we knew that. Yep. For the last two weeks, David Benavidez has said we've sent Canelo an offer. He's not responded. Your PBC, remember who your promoter is. Your promoter yes. is how he went. You get what I'm saying? You sent him an offer to fight. He's not responding. 
Yeah. But him, so how was he now signed? With David Morales, <laughs> which was rumoured so, to be signed, yeah, time ago. So, and now Canelo signed the PBC. So, what was the offer that you sent him that he wasn't responding to when he's yeah. already negotiating with Howard Heyman? He's got a free fight deal. Exactly. And you were saying, yeah, now, now we've got to go another route. <laughs> but Avina said, we've got to go another route because Canelo's not responding. Yeah. So, you were lying. <laughs> you were lying. Basically. Same Basically lying on the name. Yep. Yeah. Straight, straight I, I, Tyson Fury special. Okay, you got to build up the fight. You've got yeah. to try sell it. Make Canelo seem like he's scared when you've already got a fight locked in. Uh-huh. But these times, Canelo's already locked in with PBC. So maybe it's, yeah, yeah whatever. It's just selling fake stories. Don't buy into yeah. it. These boxers lie. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, facts. Um, that being said, man, I look forward to this PBC chapter for Canelo because, again, these are good names for him. Um, again, he's still just trying to complete boxing really and just fight anyone. And it locks us away from seeing, for now anyways, for the foreseeable future, Eddie, Bivol, Baturbiev's talk. <laughs> you know how adamant we said, just anything but that. So yeah. <laughs> if him signs PBC stops that, Al Heyman, do your thing. <laughs> I will say as well, all that tank face of boxing stuff, I've not heard it since. Yeah. Can they just flick Canelo's flexing, you know. <laughs> He's moved over to BBC. He's a slight flexor still, yeah. And silence okay. the whole uh, tank face of In fact, stuff. perfect. We'll see now the, the pay-per-view. Ryan Garcia tank aside, because that doesn't count, because that was also a joint pay-per-view, so the numbers mm-hmm. are inflated. But regular pay-per-view, now let's see the numbers Canelo exactly. does versus... Because I swear, Caleb Plunk Canelo did about 800k. That's Canelo's flexing. Before right before Ryan Ryan Garcia fight, which is over a million again, joint joint pay per view. So I put them together. Tank weren't seeing Tank wasn't even doing more than Errol Spence. His most <laughs> was about 250, 250, rolling. So uh, this whole space of being paper, yeah, we'll see now. <laughs> for real, for real. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Canelo's he, he, he like you say, he sees it all. He see bro, he sees, he sees it all. It. He sees it Tank all. Face, watch me see the numbers. You see what he's you know, Canelo's on it. Oh, I love, I love, a, I love, a, I love a light flex, man. A light flex, just a light one. We'll see what tag the Isaac Cruz two generates. Can it be Charlo? Let's see. Yeah, man. Yeah, facts. I think is, I know they're going to try and flex the Ryan numbers, and we know what really what that was. Yeah. <laughs> it's two, it's two promotions coming together, and Ryan Garcia. Anyways, we know what he commands. So yeah. Um, but yeah, hats off. It's still great numbers for both of them, man. But um, yeah, Canelo is still the face of boxing, believe you me. And um, yeah, I look forward to the PBC chapter for sure. Um, should be fun. It should be fun. Um, but yeah, Flo's, that's, uh, I think we can wrap it up there. Unless you've got anything else yep. to add? Nah, I'm calling it there. Perfect. All right, then. This is episode 148 of the Chat Season Podcast. Once again, I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flo's. Make sure you keep supporting us. Peace.